I'm Zach. To my right is Curtis. Hello. And across from me is the Sean Paul. Yo, what's up? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, that's that's who he is. That's part of the persona. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's from California. But you know what? I'm Sp- Sean Paul from L.A. You know what? I'm Sean, LA. No, you're right. <laughs> Sean Paul from L.A. Oh, yeah, you we ever- put that picture up, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, not yet. That no. tattoo's sick. No. Oh. Uh. No. By the time this goes up, it'll be up. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, I went back and rewatched that movie, Where Are the Millers? Oh, yeah. And now I'm a little embarrassed about that, you know what I'm saying? Because that damn character on there, that was, <laughs> oh, man, I was like, damn it. Is that what I look like and sound like? Sometimes. I wear the bandana, I had the long hair. Oh, yeah. man. Like the, the stereotypes come from somewhere, bro. Uh, when uh, what's his name was like, I do know what you're saying. I speak English. <laughs> I, do know what you're saying. I was like, fuck. Yes, I know what you're saying. You don't have to repeat yourself. Yeah, right. Oh, fucking butters time. from uh, South Park. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I think I do know what you're <laughs> saying. I, I do know. Yep. Yep. Well, today we are actually getting into something that's kind of near and dear to everybody in the industry. It's uh, the relationships between the front of house and the back of house. Can we actually get along? I think uh, we can. I don't. Uh, for the most part, yeah. I definitely see. I'm thinking like it in life, we always have a person that we're not gonna like. It might be a person out in public. I might not like. It might be a person at a grocery store. I'm not gonna like everybody. No. So I think everybody has that front of the house, back of the house. They might not even like us. We might be the chef that they hate. They're like, oh, I gotta go to work and listen to this chef. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> so I see two sides of the perspective and. But again, we're at work. I'm not there to make friends. I'm not there for you to like me. I'm just there for you to do your job and me to do my job. How about that? Yeah, and I think really it, where it comes down to is like the professional aspect of it. It's like where we butt yes. heads is because like it's two very different, uh, you know, aspects of the of the industry trying to work together to do the exact same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's like where we meet, all of a sudden there's friction, no matter what. But at the same time, it's like we're we're supposed to be on the same team. Why aren't we? Why, why can't you just work with me? Work with help me, help you, help me, help you. <laughs> exactly, because I will. Like I was saying earlier about the the server who just they just ring in things and they don't come back and ask. And it's not that we're gonna tell you no. We're just gonna give you suggestions and let you know how you should ring that in. Like if you're ringing in a, a fried shrimp appetizer that's soaked in buttermilk and you want it grilled, how? How do I do that? I got to wash the buttermilk off and I'm busy already. And then I have to, I can't grill it up. I mean, these are 21, 26 shrimp. They'll just fall through the, the grill. They're not going to stay on there. Yeah. Or do you want me to scare them up? I got scares back here. I can give them a shrimp kebab. When they're looking for something like that with a little teriyaki sauce and pineapple. Of course, I can do all these things. But you have to come back and tell me. Because that's what the front of the house is. It's that liaison of the guest is out here and the guest is asking about this. And then the server takes that information and relays it to the kitchen. When they don't relay that information to the kitchen and they just ring in some shit, now I know nothing about what you're trying to do. I don't know what you're trying to tell. What did the guest tell you? All I see is a ticket. Fried shrimp appetizer grilled. (laughs) I'm like, ah, don't really know how to do that. Don't really know. It's not that I don't know how to cook. It's just yeah. I don't know yeah. what exactly I'm required to do in this situation while I'm in the middle of a dinner rush. Yes. Now I'm having to jump off the line and yes. try to solve this riddle that you gave me. Yes. <laughs> just It's all oh. communication issues. Front of house is in its own unique, uh, it's its own problem because you're communicating with, you know, the other bartenders and servers around you. You're communicating with the guest. 
and you're trying to manage that. And then it, it, a lot of it's just experience. You learn, okay, here's what I need to communicate on. And here's what we already understand. Mm-hmm. Certain mods, they understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Some things, all right, I need to clarify. Yeah. And sometimes it can't be done. You should really know ahead of time. Like when you, when you train, training, you're learning the menu. With experience, you learn like, okay, this menu item has this. And then you ask certain pertinent questions. So you, you have the forethought. Like, okay, what if I need to, what if a guest ask, asks to do something to it? Can we do that? How should I ring that in? How do you want that done? What conveys this to you? in the most clear and, and efficient manner. But yeah. you re- like sometimes you don't you know, especially yeah. even yeah. if you know, and you go to a new restaurant, yeah. it's a new menu. You got to redo that whole process. Yeah. So Agree. It's just Agree. talk and don't be afraid. You, if you fuck up. Yeah. I'm assuming y'all would get mad. Yeah. Which, no. I mean, you know, as you should, yeah. yeah. As is your right. Yeah. And the, as the serve, as the front of house person, you, you can't take that personally. You're still, you're still here to do a job. Yes. That's true. That is, but I'm friends with a lot of front of the house people, especially after hours, after work, or even during that. I have a lot of friends that will come back there. Like I'm friendly with them, so they know and they feel confident about coming back and asking me, mm. hey, can we do this? And I'm like, no, you can't, you can't. I have one server right now. She's perfectly fine with coming back there and asking me, and I give her an honest answer. And then she's like, should I charge for that? Like, if you think you can get away with it. <laughs> I had another server. Bro, I'm not going to say the name, you know what I'm saying? But, like, he kept charging $5 for some shit. I was like, good on you. I would have charged 3 bucks, but you rang up $5, so I'm good on that. Give him whatever he wants. You keep up my food cost, baby. You're right. You have my food cost out. So, absolutely. I don't know how you keep charging these guests an extra $5 for something that only should have cost 3 bucks, but... Jump up that bill, bro. I'm good with that. Hey, he's doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> now, the customers ain't going to like that, and I'm sorry there's customers out there listening to this podcast. Well, and he's getting away with it. I don't think the customer even notices, yeah, honestly. Like, the customer not, probably thinks that's probably fair. willing to pay. That's fair. Yeah. I take a mojito. Unless it's something that's on the menu, uh, if someone wants a mojito, you know, throwing an extra dollar onto that, that drink price. Feels fair, especially if you're really busy. Yeah. If I got to take the extra time to do it, I'm going to charge you the extra dollar. Yeah. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it right. Yeah. If you want it, I'll do it. I'll do it well, and I'll serve it. I'm just going to add a, just a tad bit more on top of it Absolutely. for the time it takes. But that's a, yeah. that's another, it actually brings up something else, though, because on the other end of that is um, servers like to give away stuff, too. Like, there's so many times where it's just like they'll just come back to the window or something like that in a lot of places, and you're just like, can I get a cup of this? Can I get this? Can I get this? Can I get this? And it's like, mm-hmm. are you going to ring it in? Oh, they always tell you yes. And then they're like, yeah, they yeah, lie. I'll go ring it in as oh, soon as I can. I'll go ring it in. Yeah. And then it never gets rang uh, in. It's like, right okay, your you're face. giving away the food just so that way you can boost your money, but that costs me money. Yeah. yeah. You need yeah. to work with the manager. If it's justifiable, then the manager makes that decision. Yeah. You know, if, if something went wrong and you're trying to salvage the guest experience, I understand that. Giving away something because you want to look good or because you made a mistake and now you're trying to make up for it. That just doesn't work. You have, there's other ways that you can make up for mistakes. Oh, yeah. There's always uh, so salvage many Salvage that experience without just giving stuff away. Yeah. There's always so many birthdays that a server can be like, oh, it's their birthday. That's because you know birthday desserts are free. So yeah, you're right. you're going to lie. and be like, oh, this is a birthday dessert. <laughs> Bitch, there's like no You rang in the way. wrong thing, and now you're trying to make up the money. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that you've had six birthdays tonight. That's bullshit. There's no way that you've had six guests tonight all with birthdays. 
No. Get the fuck out of here. Like, for real. Yeah. It, that, that's a point where it's like, and a lot of times I'll work with people. I'm like, if you need something like that, and if you want to boost your stuff, I'm down for helping you know servers make money. Yeah. But it has to be within a re- within reason, and you have to communicate with yeah. me with, honestly. Like, yeah. don't come back there and just be like, I'm going to grab this. And I'm like, no, you're not. Like, you are definitely not going to just grab stuff for free and just walk out with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, stealing. Yeah. You, you can ask me if you can. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's I that those are the points where it's just like those servers are the ones that really irk me sometimes because mm-hmm. I but we have the same uh not where we work now but in the past when bartending in somewhere that has a lot of staff yeah if you're not bartending you do not set foot behind that bar oh we all know that mm-hmm. because you're gonna pour stuff you're uh-huh. not gonna ring in you're gonna over pour oh yeah like I I am responsible for what leaves this bar yeah that'd and be so, like servers on the line <laughs> yeah I'll make you a shot. You already but, know. You see a server on the line, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Absolutely. Are you lost? Are you lost? lost. <laughs> are you lost? Did you fucking fall and bump your head? Forget where you are? I'm pretty sure you have an apron on that's a little bitty apron with a with a book inside of it. You don't have a chef apron on. You better get you have a Sharpie on you? No, get out of here. Half the time they forget their lighters. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I'm always getting asked for my lighter for their birthday candles, is, which I understand. A lot of people, a lot of front house they don't even smoke nowadays. It's not even about not smoking. It should be part of your uniform because yeah, that is yeah, the thing. It's that like that's is the thing. Lot, especially like when you yeah. start getting to like those upper echelons, those like higher yes, levels and stuff is. like that. Yeah, they expect you to have it, yes, and it doesn't even do. matter. Like even like Tex-Mex places, you have that much staff and yeah. that many people coming in. Mm-hmm. You better pens. have. It doesn't matter if you smoke or not. You need yeah, to have a lighter on you because there's going to be birthdays. Yeah, pens, lighter, your crummer. Yep. Yep. Just. Uh, it, you have a whole repertoire. Exactly. Yeah. You have a whole utility belt. Yeah. Kind of like chefs do. We have to have our knives. We have to have our Sharpies. We have to have our pins. You know, hair done, tied up, hats on. Nails There's clean. all these things. Yeah. All, all these that things shit. that we have to have. So servers, it is part of their uniform, and I agree. But they all know to come back and ask me for my lighter. And then they never bring it back. And then they oh, ask no. you the next day, and it's just like, where's the one I gave you? No. Yeah, no. You go to the store, buy. you buy yourself a pack of Bix. Yeah. yeah, those are your lighters. Yes. Stop giving them out. Right, <laughs> that's what. Yeah, it's one of those things. For a like, customer, all right, you, that's at your discretion. Yeah, but mm. you gotta flag them down and be like, hey, 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 you got my lighter. I need my shit. You know my stuff back. Yep. <laughs> Don't be that lighter thief. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I have a lot of good relationships with front of the house too. Some of the best people I know are front of the house. You know, they're Absolutely. really good people. They're good at their job i think i think that's the, the the front of the house that i do like and the ones that i respect like this person is good at their job that same kid that i was talking about earlier as soon as i ring the bell or as soon as i say hands he's there in an instant and i remember the first couple of times i was working with him i was like i'm gonna like this kid like i don't have to ring the bell twice i don't have to call for hands twice every time i say hands He's one of the first ones there. I'm like, this is kind of impressive. I just sent you out with food, and you're already back here running more food. Where's the rest of your lazy front of the house? <laughs> well, why, why aren't the rest of you like you? Yes, like, <laughs> yes, yes. So you have the good ones. You have the bad ones. And I think that's what we want to focus on is why can't we be friends, right? Isn't that what we said? Why can't yeah. we be friends? Well, we can't be friends because you drive me crazy, because you give me <laughs> headaches. I'm trying to say this in a PC way I think there's, the best I can without sounding like a complete egotistical I chef. think it comes down to two things. The first one being what you you know you said, Curtis. It's all about communication. Yes. If you're willing to communicate and you're willing to do these things and you're 
both of you are willing to work with each other, absolutely, it, it will be very smooth. But the second one is respect. Yes. You have to respect each other's station and where you both are coming from. Mm-hmm. Don't look down on each other. Don't look up to each other. You are equals. You're both doing the job for the same reason. Don't let if so if a server can make five hundred dollars in one night while you're walking away with like your with your pay rate. That's not on them. They chose that. You chose that. That's not. That's the system. Don't take it out on the person. Yeah. But you're both still trying to go for the same goal, and, and a lot of times I think the respect kind of falls short. Because so many people get wrapped up in their own station. Like, cooks are like, we only see, we only see one side. So we're just going to be like, why did they do this? What, this is so stupid. This is retarded. But they, you guys are busy. You're out there fucking doing all this kind of stuff. You're, you rang in something and you might not be able to be made. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to get that stuff in so you can get back out on the floor. Yeah. That makes sense to me. It makes sense to me, too. But we see, <clears throat> motherfucker, why the hell did you do that? Okay, look. I'm not a magician. I'm not going to pull the shrimp out of my asshole. <laughs> I mean, it's not I a deep fryer down there. I think there's a health code violation. It, it, it gets if a little warm did, down yeah. there, but it's not a deep fryer. Yeah, probably would cook uh, a piece of shrimp, too. You could. I mean, shrimp cooks pretty dude. fast. It cooks pretty fast. <laughs> so, I mean, you could insert it, uh, and, and then it would come out. I wonder if it would. You just Ferris Bueller shrimp. That? Like, should we try that? <laughs> is that going to be like an experiment? Yeah. No, let's not do let's that. Let's not do that. It's definitely a health code violation. I mean, it is Georgia, though. It gets pretty hot down here. It's like, let's see what happens when we shove some shrimp, shrimp down shrimp. in our underwear for like the entire day. And the next day, it's called shrimp. I don't know. Well, I don't want to know what it takes to get your colon health, health code approved. Yeah. I don't want to know either. <laughs> Right. Do I have to have a Kimberly wipe down there? I can just see the health inspector trying to sign the waiver like, I don't feel good with this at all. I can't believe this was signed off, but sous vide machines aren't. Right? (laughs) Right. Oh, God. So you're going to allow this? Yeah, give that cook a pay raise. Yeah. But... Like I said, like it, it's the two sides of the of the coin. Where, but you guys don't see what we're going through. So it's like when you ring that in, you think it's fine. It's like, oh, this is simple. Yeah, it's simple, but it's not logistically mm-hmm. simple for yeah. a kitchen that's working like you know functionally. Like you're not cooking at home. It's not like I'm pulling the shrimp out and I'm doing everything right there and then. Yeah. So we have prep work. We have things that we do. So it's like when all of a sudden we get a request, it's just like you they they don't you guys don't always understand every step that goes into it. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's called. It's called a request. Not a guarantee. It's a request. Yeah. And the get the guests have all the right in the world to request this. And I'm sure that I mean, I've been out to the table before and out to dinner where I'm like, this sounds good, but can I get it this way? And the server without bad and I is like, absolutely. And I'm like, you didn't even go talk to your chef or anything. We're gonna see how this comes out. And I should have just stuck with the menu. Yep. <laughs> That's why 90%, 95% of the time stick with the menu. I may not want something, just leave this off. Or if they, if it's already mixed in, you know what? Forget about it. It comes how it comes. I'm ordering it. I'm going to eat it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we understand modifies. Mod- people modify things almost every ticket. We, oh, yeah. we tried to play a game one time, and for every modified, you get to take a shot. That lasted three tickets, and we were already drunk, and we are like, nope, this game's not going to work. No. I got eight hours to go. This is not going to work. Like, nobody ever wants to eat at the restaurant they go to, I, I figure. But <laughs> it's weird. It's like everybody's like, ooh, we should go out tonight. But you know what? I don't want to eat anything that they offer. Yeah. God, that sounds like such a great time. <laughs> Let's see how well we can modify this. Well, they have shrimp on the menu. Can you do me a teriyaki glaze with pineapple on the menu? Well, that's, I mean, I could if I had pineapple, but did you see anywhere on my menu I have pineapple? So well, that, no. that brings us back to the point I was just making. It was just like, like, 
Because it's not just the customer. A lot of times servers and bartenders and things like that, they treat us like we're just a buffet. Like, yeah. it's just like if it's on the menu somewhere, mm-hmm. we can just do anything with it. Yeah. And that's not the case. <laughs> that's just not how things work. That's where this other part, and that's not respecting us either because it's, it's uh, at the same time, because it's, you, what you're doing is just assuming that what we're doing is just as simple as like magically making a plate appear in front of you. Mm-hmm. That's not what's happening. Like there's a lot that goes into the kitchen. And the same way there's a lot that goes into bartending. There's a lot that goes into serving. And it's not magic yeah. at all. Yeah. And so it's like, just because it's on the menu, and like, it doesn't mean that we can just do what you want. Right. And so it would be nice if we got treated like, you know, with the mutual respect of like, hey, if you got to, if you want to do something, come back and talk to it. And that's the communication aspect of it. Yeah. So let me ask you this, though. Say a server rang in a, um, <clears throat> an old fashioned, but they modified it with rum. Would that make you angry? How would you feel about that? Because you're like, this is no longer an old fashioned now. This is now maybe a completely different drink. As long as. And would there need to be an upcharge for it? And they didn't come and talk to you. They just rang it in. All of a sudden, you just get the ticket printed up and it says old fashioned 86 whiskey sub rub or sub vodka or anything that's fucking just crazy off the wall where you're like, yeah, what the fuck? What, what, what was this guest asking? But it would be different if the server would have came up to you and be like, hey, this guy's asking for an old fashioned, but he wants vodka in it. Is there something similar to that? And you'd be like, yeah, there's this drink and that's not an old fashioned. Mm-hmm. It's called this actually. And I'll make him what he wants. Cause now I know what he wants. Now I know what you're saying. Uh, drinks are so modular and people change stuff all the time. I know, I know how to make an old fashioned. If you want vodka in it, I don't know if there's another name for that, but I can make you a vodka old fashioned. I just need to know what kind of vodka you want. Yeah. And as long as the server has conveyed to the guest, is this the first time you've done this? <laughs> if it, if you know, you enjoy it, I can do it, yeah. but I need to know how you want it made. And I will tell you how to ring it in appropriately. Yeah. If yeah, if you ring it in, if you just ring it in and come up and say, all right, what kind of vodka would the guest like? Because you didn't, you didn't specify. Well, that's the trick. Okay, well, now I need you to re-ring this because you need to account for the price of the vodka and then the upcharge because of the added components to the old-fashioned. But that should be, like, that's another communication thing. Like, talk mm-hmm. to the guest and then come talk to me. Yes. And then you, this shouldn't be a conversation again. You should know how to do this yes. the next time. Yes. But everything yes. is so modular I understand that. And same with kitchens. And it is yeah. modular. And like I like the shrimp appetizer thing. It is modular. And I could have given you something. Mm. But you rang in this with no explanation to it. And so then that, I, they never actually come yes, to you. They never do. That is so you're the, busy. That's the part that really gets the irritating portion of it. Where it's like somebody does ring in something like that. And then just never, it re, never connects yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. They just assume that when they hit the buttons, it's it's just like, boop, 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 boop. And it's like, we're all of a sudden living in Star Trek and like a little fabricator pops out of nowhere and like, we're just fucking robots. Yeah. Because <laughs> I waited for that server. I even held on to the ticket because it was a solo ticket, you know? Yeah. So I held on to the ticket until the next time I saw the server. Yeah. And the first couple of words may not have been that nice because again, we're busy. Hey, what the fuck does this shrimp appetizer grilled even mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, we've done it before. Who the fuck did it before? Not me. Because if I would have done it before, why would I be asking you about this? You know, like, come explain it to me. What do you want? And 
they were like, oh, I don't really know. The guest said they've done it before. I thought you said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, so the guest said. Ten, if a guest yeah. says I've ordered it before, they've never ordered that shit ever. <laughs> ever. They're just trying to trick you into getting what they want. <laughs> like, don't fall yeah. for it. Uh, yeah. Zach, you know I didn't. You can't, <laughs> no, I didn't. You can't trust the guest. Yeah. I hate it. You can respect so, them, but trust is earned. Then the server's just like, well, just do whatever you can. And that's when I didn't have a proud moment in my life. No, as a chef, I didn't. I didn't like what I was sending out, but I was giving that server exactly what she asked for. So I gave her what she asked for with, without other, any other thing. Was the guest happy with that? I have no idea to this day. I didn't hear no bad beef fact, bad, bad, bad feedback, bad feedback. You say bad beanbag? I think I did. Like, I think there was a beanbag in there. I don't know. Bag. I don't know where the beanbag came from. We decided to replace all the chairs in the dining area with bean bags. Oh, that'd be pretty dope. Everybody, uh, they're pretty cool. Yeah, they're yeah, pretty cool. I would love to eat a bowl of soup in that. <laughs> no, not a bowl of soup. Remember the time that you were over here in the bean bag? Oh, let's not talk about that. We will. I'm just. I had to remind you. It was a good take time. off your shoes and put on this poncho. Yeah, right. Sit down in the bean bag. I mean, I mean, it could, it could work. How come nobody's done a bean bag restaurant? I'm sure they, they have. I think so. so. It's much. like a hookah bar. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that would work, I suppose. Uh, yeah, yeah, like a hookah bar, was like they definitely probably yeah. have like some bean bags, and they they order they they serve yeah. food some most places. I would hate that as a server though, because you got to reach down and pick <laughs> up every glass. Right? The tables are going to be down here. But wear your back brace. Ooh, yeah. I, I mean, granted, I've never worked in any bar or restaurant where the the culture was to have the low sitting tables and you yeah. sit on Either the floor or near the floor. Mm-hmm. It's always been you know yeah. standard American fare. So yeah, I'm sure you get used to it. I don't know. But it's, I think that's that's the point is come back, talk to it. Yeah. Don't just hit the button and go. But if you do need to do that kind of that kind of thing, because like, like I'm saying, I'm not what you're trying to see here to malign all servers and say everybody's stupid and the cooks are fucking right. Mm-hmm. I totally get where you guys are coming from. I, I, whereas like sometimes it's just like it, it makes sense. And so you're and you're in a hurry or you are, you know, you're just trying to get something in because the guest is being irate and the guest is being really complicated. You're just trying to make it work just as much as we are. Yeah. So there is that mutual ground that we stand on, which again, that's what I'm saying is like, we're trying to accomplish the same freaking goal here. It's just like, there's, there's the finish line. We're both running the race together, but why are we competing? Like Honestly, we shouldn't be competing. We're yes, on the, we're same, the same, team. same team. We're same team passing the baton back and forth. Yes. That's what we should the be most doing. irritating thing is you're busy, whether you're a server, uh, well, sorry, you're the server, you take a food order, and a, they want to mod some things, and you don't know, you got to ask. Same thing with a drink. They order something that you don't know what it is, the bartender don't, doesn't know what it is, because one drink can have a hundred names, and they can name it differently everywhere they go. They just know how they get it, uh-huh. or they got it before. So then you have to ask these questions, and you have to go to the bar and then ask, can we do this? And then you have to go to the, the kitchen, ask the, the chef, can we do this? All that time you're doing is not ringing things in. It's not touching tables. It's not yeah, doing it's anything else. Time. So you're trying not to run through it. And you're trying to get it done as fast as possible because you got shit to do. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's like, like I hadn't made a ranch water in a long time. Mm. And even if, even if it's a bar guest, I have to either go to someone next to me or look it up. It's like, what the fuck's in a ranch water? Or ask the guest. Half the time they don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, I just yeah. know it tastes good. I just know I like it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There's I'm nothing more irritating guest. than when someone mods something time. in the kitchen or mods a drink and they get it and they don't like it. 
Yeah. They requested yeah. the mod. They requested it this way. And then they're, oh, you know what? I don't like this. Well, yep. that's too damn bad. How long did I spend to, to uh, work with you on this? Yeah. And you don't <laughs> like it? Right. So now no one's in a good mood. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. happy in that situation. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. You try to go above and beyond, and the, the servers do come back there, and they tell you, hey, the guest is wanting this. Oh, absolutely, I can do that. And then you go above and beyond and do it, and then it goes out, and then the guests are like, this isn't what I wanted. Well, what the fuck did you want then? You want to come back here? I got an extra chef coat back here. We can get you an apron. You can come show me how you want it. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm not letting them waste my damn product yeah. and my damn time. You go home, you cook your own meal. If you there don't you like go. what I made, because yeah. you told me what Stay you wanted, yeah. you can go make it. Yeah. When, when customers ask, why does my server treat me like an idiot? If someone comes in and says, hey, can I get a half and half? I have to ask, Guinness and Harp? Because oh, I to some people, <laughs> a half and half is Guinness and Smithix, or it's it's some other combination of mm-hmm. those Guinness and something else. But I have to ask because some people they think yeah. half and half is something else. So when I make it as it is supposed to be made and deliver it, they're like, "Oh, I wanted a half and half." This is a half and half. Yeah. <laughs> there's a half and half. There's black and blue. There's blacksmith. Yes. There's there's black dirty hippie. Yeah. There's black and tan. Dirty hippies. Yep. I don't. I made so now you now I ask. And if I remember that person, I'll know that they know what their you, half you and make half, people what like their you, version is. Yeah, like some people get mad about it. They're like, oh, it yep. made me feel like an idiot. Like I'm, I'm asking to, you because I'm I want you to get one. what you want. Yes. Yeah, because I don't want to do this again. Yes, it should be done right the first time. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's. I think that's another thing is like where it comes from the mindset, not just from the customer, but like we're talking about with like even us as employees, servers and kitchens and everything alike, is the mindset of like you just nobody likes to learn that they don't know something. Yeah. Which is so weird. Yeah. If you don't know it, now you know. Yeah. You're learning. Yeah, it's just and, like, and why you do won't you have, have to be told, told like again? you're stupid? Like, it's like, why? I'm not trying to treat you like you're stupid, but let me just put this in simple terms here, and I'm not going to be gentle. Mm. You were stupid. Now you're not. And like You've G. improved. Said. So why is that a problem? Yeah, right? It's not... Now, now you're no longer know. stupid. Now we all know. But now that you're telling me that you're you feel stupid and you don't like it and all this kind of stuff, you're back to stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you're back. It's just like okay, you were you you went from here to back up here. Right. You're doing great. Shoots and ladders. Like, you, Shoots just, and ladders. you just had to jump off the ladder Damn and just it. fucking go right in. And I'm like, just you can't just you you slid back. Just don't slid back. Just learn. Yeah, that's what the point of the communication is. Uh-huh. Like that's why it's like if you learn something, guess what? You learned it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's improvement. That's Thank not... you for telling me that. Now I know. It's also yeah. the way. And now you do don't have to ask again. Now you know. So the next time something like that comes along, you yeah. know. And it takes repetition. Obviously, it it's like you're yeah. not going to learn something right off the bat the first time. Yeah. Who is your favorite front of the house person you've ever worked with? I have a couple that I've worked with that were just, they were amazing at their jobs. Like I admired them about how good they were at front of the house. Um. Oh, well, I don't know. That's a hard that. one. Apparently, That's a I got him thinking about. How about you, Curtis? Have I, mean, you ever like, had a I don't want to malign anybody that I, I currently work with because like yeah. we are like family. That's but true. I can definitely say that I've worked with better servers and industry folk in the past. Ouch! And I don't mean to say that like maliciously. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> you should have said Curtis right away. <laughs> I wanted to, but I also want to be honest. And uh, Curtis, you're great. You are amazing. I'm see I've communication. This... I'm not getting feedback to improve. Apparently, no, I know, right? I, I'm telling you right now. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> I, 
I've watched Just this guy. I've watched Curtis literally run that entire bar by himself with like Impressive. it full and everything like that. He's working the bar. He's serving tables, wow. running the food on time. We're, and then it's like when I see him drowning, I'll help you out too. It's like it, yeah. it, he, we have a great working relationship, and you are very talented at your job. But what, I, I guess what I'm trying to get for more is not that the fact is like you're not like the best I've ever worked with because you're still like you're up. No, I I fully acknowledge I am not the best at what I do. I can always be better. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm not the best at what I do. Yeah. I can always be better. But I'm there's people out learning. there like I don't know. It's hard because I feel like Johnny. <sighs> From yeah, I can't. I'm not saying yeah. the last name or anything like that. There's a lot like of Johnnies out there. And there's a lot of yeah. restaurants out but there. But you so. know the Johnny I'm talking about. I know the about. Johnny. I love Johnny. That's my he boy. He wasn't just great at running food. He was great with the customers. He was great at communication. He was great at the. He, he could make cocktails and and just pull it out of his ass. Like he could just. He created like a, their whole bar program after a while. Like yeah. he was really going for it, mm. and he's talented as fuck with it. And like I remember like hanging out with him over at his house sometimes, and he, he would just be like. Oh, I have this new idea, and he would just like whip out all these and just like make a fucking cocktail, just like because he was passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And like he ha he had a knife bag, and instead of knives, it was all bar equipment. Yeah, it was pretty dope. And he would just he would do that, but then he would also come back to the kitchen and run the food. And if he had a question, he would ask you. Yes. He would get he was on it every day. I, I respect the hell out of that man. Yeah, uh, he built a good relationship with Bag of the House Absolutely. and from the house. I think he had a, he just knew how to build those relationships. Mm -hmm. He didn't just come in there and automatically earn that or have that. He kind of earned that, you know, for even from the time that I started. And he was already there before me. But as soon as I started, hey, how you doing? Ask him what my name is, ask him who I am. Okay. So then he felt comfortable with being able to come. And he would come back all the time, just come to, you know, the little saute window. He'd just come there and be oh, like, yeah. hey, can we do this? And I'd be like, yeah, we can absolutely do that. Cool. That's all I need to know. And that's, I think, what we're talking about is – Front of the house and back of the house, we have to build those relationships. I think we, both of us have to do that part in building that relationships. We can't just discount front of the house and always think that they're the lower ones or the dumber ones or no. they're going to annoy you because they're not. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to do our part also, you know? Maybe be a little nicer to them and not be so um, aggressive, maybe. I don't know. Not everyone's receptive to yeah. certain styles of communication absolutely you know they just don't learn they get yelled at and they're like yeah. oh well fuck you yeah them. and that probably stems Ugh. from their childhood i don't know maybe your mom and dad yelled at you a lot i don't know and then you're working in a place where you get yelled at again so your best option is to revert back to your childhood and it's just better for you to close down that's not the right answer unfortunately it's not no get not at yelled all. at and then learn how to grow upon that i think it was zach said at the best you didn't know, but now you know. So now you're growing. No, what I said was you're stupid. Yes. Now you're not stupid. Well, okay. <laughs> you did. I was trying Get to say. Get my quote right, man. I was trying to make it a little more positive. I like your quote, but that's the, <laughs> that's the, that's the give and take of it, right? No, that's, yeah, that, that was the point of what I was trying yes, to say. Sir. Yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, but where does the mindset come from, do you think? Like, why does, why is, because there's these mindsets that I, I, I start noticing more and more I, I've worked of just like how, servers bartenders and things like that will walk up to the kitchen and all of a sudden it's just kind of like I, I could be a manager and for some reason they think it's absolutely fine just to basically just disrespect me to my face say things to our, to my face and then just like if I, I try to get them to run food or do anything like that and I'm like hey no I need you to do this 
it's as if I'm not a manager or if I have, don't have any position at all. And they just walk off and they do these things. And it's just like, okay, where does the mindset come from when you have people that work like that? That they, and the same thing happens with kitchens where it's just like a server will come back and they just kind of brush them off and be like, I'm not going to do any, anything that you're just doing. Oh, instead of working man. with them. I, I don't know. It, you, I would lose my Again, you have mind. the same goal. Like if there's food in the window, run the food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hands that in, shouldn't hands be out. contentious. You shouldn't have to have full <clears throat> rank to get that done. Yeah. No. If no. food's ready. Now, like, if there's something going on where, like, when I was working uh, entertainment venues, um, sometimes steps would come out of order to where maybe the bar was busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, when I was serving, bar was busy. Uh, I put in bar and appetizers, and the appetizers were up before the drinks were. But I want to get those drinks out first. I mm. want, because, it you know, steps of service, yes. I need to get that yeah. out first. So I'm going to try and push it. I'm going to try and let that food sit for maybe another 60 seconds and then see if I can get the drinks out Mm -hmm. faster, get those out, then run the food. But those are situations where, you know, I'm, I'm not running around. I'm not, I'm not communicating all of that to everyone. I'm just hoping everyone trusts that I'm doing it well. Yeah. If I see a food runner or if I see a food runner, grab the food and then take it, I will follow right behind them, go to the table and then explain, Hey, your drinks are on the way. Um, Kitchen's working a little you better tonight than the bar. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that happens. Which is a great feeling for us. But it's weird because you, you typically food doesn't come out before drinks. No, no. not typically. No. Unless the drinks are complicated, in which case I'll let them know, like, hey, this might take a but few minutes. But let me ask you making, this. But, so you already well, kind of knew the bar was behind when you rang those appetizers in? Or did you kind of ring the appetizers in, ring the drinks in, and then notice that the bar was busy? Because it's a very simple solution from a chef's point of view. Like, if you have an expo, did you have an expo at that point in time? Or was it just kind of chefs putting food in the window? No, we, yeah, we did uh, at an expo, expo yeah. all you'd have to do is come back there, talk to that expo, and be like, hey, bar's a little slam, slow down my appetizers, or keep my appetizers back here for an extra 60 seconds, kind of what you said. And that mm-hmm. expo would have been like, yeah, no problem. We understand. And then that expo would have been like, hey, line, we're crushing it. We got to slow down. Yeah, bar's a little backed up. Makes them feel good. Your yes. stuff comes out on yes. time. Everything yeah. works. Because then we know that we're doing good, and that kind of takes a little pressure off of us also. Okay, hey, we do need to slow the fuck down. <laughs> another shout out to slow the fuck down <laughs> where you don't have to scream that you know you don't have to go back there and yell it don't let it become to that point uh, but yeah it's seeing those things and being like hey telling the expo your point of contact because there should only be one point of contact in exactly. the kitchen one you kitchen one go, voice yeah one kitchen one voice you shouldn't have to go out there and tell a lot of people you shouldn't even have to go back there and tell the food runner or other servers you go back there and you tell your expo only because he controls that window he knows what's coming in and out yeah but if you don't tell him then he's just gonna be like oh order up hands out bun done mm-hmm. there's just now before we get too far ahead you said something that i, I want to make sure this because there, there might be people listening that don't know you said steps of service mm-hmm yeah, uh, that's kind of like the. It, it's pretty self-explanatory, but to anybody who doesn't know, like there are, there's a certain pattern in which we actually have to serve people. Uh, you know, it's like like he was talking about. It's like obviously you greet, drinks come first, waters. Water if, obviously, if they if that kind of place, waters first. Then you get their actual drinks, then their food, their appetizers, those kinds of things. There's steps of service, and the, the higher you up, you get different things happen. But I just wanted to clarify that because like you, you mentioned it, I was just like, people might not know that like, it's yeah. okay. This is an actual equation. This is how yeah. restaurants work. That's why yeah. it's, we're not home cooks. This is yeah. why you have the experience you have. Yeah. But anyways, go on. Uh, so for me, steps of service, it serves two purposes. There's a lot of chaos that mm-hmm. can happen in the front because of the guest interaction. Just random things can happen that change the timetables. Mm-hmm. So when you do steps, you get that opportunity to 
get waters out, get drinks, look over the menu. I'm going to leave. I'm going to come back. In the time when between me putting in a drink order and the food order, maybe let's assume there's no, uh, there's no service bar. So there's mm-hmm. two bartenders, however many, but none of them are working service uh, specifically. Like they're doing the bar and then yeah. they make, they make tickets as drinks come up or uh, uh-huh. drinks as tickets come up. Uh, but you have a guest that comes up and they're trying to close out their tab. Well, maybe their card doesn't run. So you got to turn around because you're trying to get, you're trying to close out this tab and turn the, turn the table. And they're trying to get it. They're trying to get something done. So you're giving them your attention that can, depending on yeah. what happens, that can turn into a five minute interaction yes. where you can't do anything, yes, but can. work with this guest. Um, yeah. something breaks. All right, well, we've got to get this glass out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, someone there slips and falls. Now I got to go make sure that person's okay. Uh, someone ordered 15 shots. All right, I'm going to be into that bartender is going to be indisposed, indisposed yeah. for as long as it takes to get uh-huh. all those shots out. Doesn't matter how many tickets are up. Uh-huh. This is what he's doing right now, uh-huh. and he's trying to get all these drinks out uh-huh. at once, and then get the check, get the tab started, close it out, whatever it is. So it's not like you don't really get to choose. Like if a, I imagine if a ticket comes up, you have a good idea of how long it's going to take, and you can kind of coordinate and get it done. But if a random person comes up, maybe someone that's too drunk comes up and starts making an issue. All right. Well, either I have to handle it or mm-hmm. I have to contact my manager and get them involved. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But again, just, the steps, that's, that's taken away from time. It's not a matter of the manager's <laughs> not just a, hey, manager, come over here. It's where the fuck yeah. is. Uh... But once again, that's something that we don't see. And in Remember, chaos, that's yeah, we, yeah, don't deal yeah, with. we don't. We don't, I, so you I, don't I, see I it. Agree. We don't deal with that stuff. So I it's didn't like. Even think about that. Exactly. And so it's like when we're over here bitching about the fact it's like nobody's doing this, nobody's doing that. That's because they're handling that. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're putting they're out handling other fires. Some drunk asshole is pissing yeah. on the front bush. Yeah, they're putting like, out other fires. You don't know. I was indisposed for th- about thirty minutes uh, recently. Uh, a guest came in, had about pulled up about a hundred fifty dollar tab about, and uh, went to go close out. Uh, I went through seven different credit cards, and none of them would work. Damn. I called, eventually called PD, got him, I escorted him outside, worked with them. They were able to get a family member on the phone and I typed in the number and it got paid for. But I was indisposed because I yeah. had to get him out of this crowded environment, get him away, yes, handle that situation. But it was just two people working, me and another bartender. So I let that other bartender by themselves, by themselves. to work that entire place. So. Did you at least tell the other bartender? Oh, yeah. Hey, I okay. Made, I made Communication, clear, like, that's all I'm asking. If you <laughs> yeah. would have just fucking like, no, I didn't tell that bartender. I just left. That's what it feels like sometimes. It's just like, like hey, just so wait, you know. Where the fuck is my just, other person at? I need you to tunnel vision because it's busy. Right. And it was during the rush, too. So people were coming up. They were trying to get drinks. They were doing that oh, stuff. Yeah. Dude, bro. But I, I didn't want to risk this individual just wandering yes. off and not having yes. this tab paid for because yes. that's, that's another problem I got to deal with. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then you got to answer it's questions. Just, it's the chaos up front and. You know, you're in a busy restaurant. You you take care of some guests. You get some stuff rung in, and then something happens, and then maybe you forget to ring in. Like so maybe someone orders appetizer and entree. You forget to say app first, and then everything oh, comes out at once, on or fly. you forget to ring in something entirely. So now you're having to salvage that situation because you forgot in the heat of the moment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. One thing, and you've got one bartender can be managing 15 different guests at one time. And so just stuff can come and go, and it's hard to keep track of it all the time, no matter how good you are. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, there's actually a story about this, because, like, uh, it was when we, you and I used to work together. I don't know if you were there that day. But there was a woman who walked into the restaurant, and she was already kind of drunk. And so she sits down, 
she uh she's she starts to keep drinking and everything like that and people are you know they're a little iffy about serving her or whatever but they finally you know finally they have to cut her off she gets upset like so upset about this mm. tries to refuse to pay her tab and everything like that finally the manager walks up is like we're done we can't do this like here fine here's your tab if you don't pay it whatever i've got your card you're paying for it one way or another she storms out now she's still on the property though so what we don't see in the kitchen is it's like while well, we're still cooking everybody else is like distracted because now there's this lady this drunk woman uh still on the property walking out the front and she's literally pissing on the bush in front of the building. Yeah, we didn't hear about that. Like, that part of the good story until like, like, after the shift. It was like, what? Uh, <laughs> what? I miss all the cool shit, so man. we're in the back trying to get everything, you know, and we're like, what the fuck's going on? Why is nobody doing anything? Why is nobody like, getting all this shit out? Like, what is happening? And while at the same time, there is a woman literally so hammered and so irate that she's pissing on our property in public in the front of the building. See, that's when you need a system. Uh, You're like, everyone's on a headset. You go, hey, guys, we got a code yellow. I know, right? <laughs> code yellow. We got a golden shower. Just we give us a minute. We're dealing shower. with something. We're going to get this food out. I promise. <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't get to see that. Those, like, no. yeah, you're right. The chaos. We don't see yeah. that shit. And so, like, we, I, I think we just need to calm down a bit and just remember it's just like, it's not always because they're incompetent. I think so, too. I think so, too. I think that's why this was a good episode to do, to talk about and to kind of vent about. I've never really thought about it, but I've, it never, is, I've never really thought about it's it. It's building deep those either. relationships. This is eye opening. We both have to build relationships, back of the house and front of the house. You know, I think I try to do a fairly good job because when front of the house walks in and I see him, I'm like, hey, good morning, good afternoon. Hey, how you doing? You know, yeah. I'm not always just. They walk in, and I don't say nothing to them. I always try to say hi and stay friendly with them. And that's until service starts, and then I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like you again after the shift, but ship. right now, fuck you. You got to know there's a pre-shift Sean and a post-shift Sean, and then there's a during-shift Sean. Oh, yeah. Present Sean, fuck you. I think that's another thing that we have to re remember, too, is like in this industry, is just like anything that's happening during like service don't take it personal because, dude, like, we're just in the shit half I'm the time. Sorry. And it's just like at the end of the shift, it's like, you want to go grab a beer and talk? Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that, was, that was my bad tonight. That was my bad tonight. You were I right get, about this one. It's like we once talked, I think we talked yeah. about it at one, yeah. one point. It's like you were just a pillow I need to yep, scream that's into. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Also, keep in mind, the back of house gets to kind of, like, if, if you're the most efficient when you are in that headspace, you're yelling at people, but you're, you're focused, you're getting shit done. You can kind of live in that zone and get in that flow. Front of house, we don't get to get up. You can't be up front and yeah. be angry. No. You have to be in front of guests and act in a certain and way. So when you go in back, guests. there might be little outbursts where it's just been building up because <laughs> someone has been eating your time Dude, and doing stupid true. stuff. And all of a sudden you come back there and it's like, all this is in my head. I got to get it out because I'm going to go right back out two minutes later oh, and true. I got to put this face back on and we got to go listen. back to the customer service. That's another thing I don't really think about a whole lot of is like the mental toll that it takes of having to put on like a mask even though you're going through so much shit and getting treated like crap mm -hmm. by some people you know some of our regulars yeah and it's just like and there's some of them where you're like all right i can i know i can handle this but it's, uh, you, this person might be here for six hours and it's yeah. gonna build it's like what was that scene in the waiting <laughs> yes. oh, is that you're thinking about that too <laughs> that and i think what you should do also is go back there and and vent to the chefs we love to hear about the front of the house drama because we never really hear about it i have had some servers come back there and they're just telling me about these fucking guests and i'm like that's funny as fuck they really are just like 
I'm glad it's your job, not mine. That's when I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> that's when I make that comment. I'm like, eh, you may make more money than me, but uh, you have to deal with that, and I don't have to. But, like, we will listen because we love to listen to some of the front of the house drama sometimes, you know? Not when it's about other stupid shit, you know? But if you come back there, like, telling me about a guest, oh, I'm all ears. I'm like, ooh, tell me more. How yeah. stupid is this guest? How they can be that stupid? Like, damn. Damn, you got to deal with that. We do, we Ooh, do have, have fun. We do love our and then customers, I'm gonna be like, okay, please. bye. <laughs> we do love our customers, of course, but we don't have to love them all, do we? I think that's like what no. we're talking about. Yeah. We don't have to be friends with everybody. We do have to respect them and work with them, and like you said, common goals. But yes, but the movie Waiting, yes, I love that server. Yeah. She was my favorite one. To yeah. Where she comes in the back and she's just like these fucking cock sucking motherfuckers, blah 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 blah. And then she goes right out to the dining room. Hey, how you doing? What can I get you? How, you? how are you today? Oh, you're having an anniversary. Oh, it's your birthday. birthday? Wow, happy birthday! And they have to put on that. But as soon as they get in that bag, they're like. Fuck Fucker. this guy's birthday. This guy is fucking motherfucker. <laughs> I know he's fucking lying to me. Mm -hmm. It's like, your wife obviously cheated. That kid looks up like Yeah, him. right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... And if you fuck it up, like, that's your... The, uh, the guests pay pay your paycheck, essentially. Yeah. yeah. They pay your yeah. bills. So you, you can't... You can't have bad days in front of yeah. the guest. Yeah. Not really. Yeah, you know, you, you can have a little bit. If you have a rapport, it's not so bad. You know, having regulars helps a lot. But if you're, you know, if you're doing that volume and you're working with different people every night, you you have you to deliver a, lot a good experience to everyone. Absolutely. Or yeah. you're going to walk out with nothing. Or you're going to have yeah. less and less customers. Oh, yeah. Or have people that just specifically ask for anyone else to serve them and not yeah. you because you had one bad night. Yeah. Right. Just if, one if, bad interaction. Or what about those guests that no server wants to take and they keep putting it off on the new guy? I saw that happen last Sunday. <laughs> they were all arguing about it. It was one server's table, and they're like, I don't want this table. And they try to pass it on to another table, and they're like, well, who is it? Yeah, I'll take it. Oh, no, it's them. Give it to the new guy. He doesn't know them yet. And then, they, of course, they love the new guy. But if they know you, the guests know you, and they can vent. And, and I don't understand that either. I don't understand being a guest and coming into a place week after week after week after week after week for years and always complaining, always having to have something to say. I don't know. I, don't, I guess no one wants I, to serve those people either. I like, know. It's just negative but I don't energy. Understand it's like, it. I, can't, I can't do too much of this. I I'm can't. Telling you. I don't, yeah, especially if you're just having a bad year. Like, I'm not dealing with these motherfuckers today. And I think that's how that server was. They, he saw them come in, he saw them get sat, and he was like, I am not dealing with these today. Who can I palm this off on? Oh, new guy. Yeah. You're up, new guy. You just got an extra table. Congratulations. Gosh. Oh, we do and we do enjoy guests, but at the same time, for those that aren't in the restaurant industry, like we're not trying to malign everybody. No. Because no. There, we have a lot of wonderful amazing, guests. There's a lot amazing. of great people. Yes. It's not everybody. We, we, we bitch because it, it, it takes one bad apple to ruin the batch. Yeah. And so you can be having a great night and all of a sudden you have that one bad table to just all of a sudden you have a, a server crying in your walk-in and it's just not worth it. Yeah. It's not. I feel bad when I make the servers cry and I've made a lot of them cry and I, mm. I apologize. <laughs> if there's any servers out there that knew Sean Paul and have come yeah, across I me, like I apologize. I really didn't mean it. Like I've always said, you know, it was just, it was a moment. 
I apologize. If yeah. I never got to a chance to apologize to you in the past and you're listening to this now, know that I am truly sorry. I really, really am. I think that's a good thing. Like, I, I apologize as well to so many of you. Yes. Like, this is a good time for, I think, us just to apologize to everybody <laughs> right. who we've ever wronged uh, and man. who we've ever yelled at or who we've snapped at or we just mistreated. Like, yes. this is honestly, because it is, like you, like you said. Or it's even underestimated. Like, I've underestimated Yeah, you some underestimate some people. Some are like, I've seen them, they walk in and I'm like, look at this. Opie motherfucker, look at this dumbass. And then they're like, oh shit, you're actually pretty good. I shouldn't have been so mean to you. Yeah. You're actually pretty good at your job. It's like, fuck. Oh, yeah, fuck anyone me. can do yeah. this job. Just how, like, yeah. uh, you'll have people that pawn off tables. They don't want this table. They want to go home, whatever it is. As a bartender, I would have you times where like, hey, I'll take that table. You go take care of them. And they're great. And they, they take care of yeah. you. And you're like, yeah. hey, yeah. you judge that person uh-huh. just by how they look, by uh-huh. how they came in. I've, I hear about that happening a lot of times. A lot of times. Like, I just don't want this table. They look like cheap, cheap tippers. Mm-hmm. And then they pawn it off to another server, and they're like, them fools tip me like $100 on a $200 yeah, tab. You, like, you can't assume. You can't. You cannot mm, no. assume. And it's oh. hard because that bias is always kind of there. Like that, you see them, you, me, you make your first impression. Yeah. You got to overcome that. Yep. Do your job. Be professional. That's where I respect the front of the house, man. They're they're very good at that. They're very good at adapting. I give them that. That's one thing I think chefs mm. don't have the I mean, we're good. We're good at adapting, overcoming and achieving, of course. You know what I'm saying? In the moment we do the best we can. But I think front of the house does it better than back of the house ever will. You guys Absolutely. are able to adapt to a hundred different personalities in a matter of three hours. You can deal with I don't know. I mean, maybe a hundred different guests is a, is a high number, but anywhere in three hours, how many different people can you see in three hours? You can see 20, 25, 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're doing volume, I've yeah. dealt with over a hundred in three hours. Yeah. Absolutely. Over a hundred different people that you've had to interact with. Or about like you know how many people a I've interacted? every three to five minutes. Yeah. I interact with the same idiots, same numbskulls that are on the line with me in front of the house. That's it. My night consists of front of the house and back of the house, and that's it. I don't even, I barely interact with the bartenders, really, except for time to time or a shift drink at the end of the night, or if they're a little slow at the bar and they come back then they're running food, or they have some questions about, hey, can they order this at the bar? Absolutely, but I give it to front of the house for that, like the most. Like you guys deal with a lot, a lot of different yeah. personalities, and be able to adapt. And it and sticks with you guys. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, it's like it's there's impressive. like a whole thing that I think not even a lot of people understand is like your voices change how <laughs> you deal with customers versus how you deal with like your friends and Inflection family. Inflection and tone make a big difference with how you deal with different people. Exactly. And so it's like I've met so many people who are like I'll be talking to them and I can just tell like that's your retail voice. That is ah. like that is the voice yeah. you're trying to sell. And I'm yeah. like. You can drop the act. Like, if you're ever talking to me, because like, like I've been here, I know you don't have to talk to me like that. Like yeah. you can drop the act. I know you're a real person. You don't have yeah. to do that. Just talk yeah. to me like you're you're a real human being. Because like I've gotten to the point I can recognize it, but because yeah. it's, it's sticks with people to the point where it's like now they'll go to the grocery store and they'll be checking out or something like that. And I've seen so many like server friends just like going to check out, and all of a sudden they put on a little happy voice for the, for the cashier. But then as we're walking out, it's like, God damn it, fuck, I forgot the damn potatoes. Oh. Yeah. And it's like, where was that when we were at the cashier? Like, <laughs> like when you're outside of work, you, you still have opportunities. Like when I go out and I go to other restaurants, I don't always put on that face. 
but I do, you know, I'm courteous. I try to be aware when I'm making my orders yep. and of like what they're dealing with, because at some point I want to, you know, tell them where I work and I want them to come over and visit me, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I, it's, it's always an opportunity to get more people, to build more business, to networking. Yeah. You're, you're doing it constantly. And then the same thing with people, you're like, you know what? I see how you work and I see how you treat people and I really don't want you coming over. So I'm not going to say anything. I'm not, I'm not even going to, I'm going to try and hide the fact that I work in, in the industry at all. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Oh, I love it. You yeah. just bring the full pot of coffee out here. Y'all are giving me this little, I, I fucking love taking on voices and just being, <laughs> being kind of a douchebag sometimes. So I feel like it's warranted. <laughs> you kind of you get that opportunity dealing with so many yeah. personalities again. You know, saying you've met some people in your life to where they live rent free in your head. Now that voice, you've met that guest. That guest really exists out there. I'm sorry for whoever that guest is. If you know who you are, then you know who you are. <laughs> you deserve this right now. You deserve for somebody to have a voice of you in their head. Oh, absolutely. It's, there's some people that I just love. They just have good voices too, though. Yeah, like I, that's that's one of the things I actually kind of enjoyed about working the FOH a little bit was the fact it's like some people are just interesting. They are. It changes your energy. Yeah, it's hard. You can be in a bad mood, but especially if you enjoy what you're doing, ha- having that dynamic, it it's hard to stay in one mindset. So it changes you up. Yeah. Like I can be tired one minute. Someone comes in, we start talking. All of a sudden, I'm like, "All right, yeah, I got energy. Like, this is interesting. We're doing stuff. We're we're communicating. We're having a good conversation." I go to this other person, and all of a sudden, start feeling tired again. And so mm-hmm. your yeah, your emotions and your energy is just kind of like this is a roller coaster. Yeah, it's impressive. Like I said, it is impressive. And I've said it before, and everybody that's listening to this podcast, they know there's a reason Sean Paul does not go out to there. Because I don't have that ability. No, you have no filter. Yes. I don't have that ability to (coughs) read other people and to interact with them. I'm so me all the time that I'm just going to tell you how it is. Like, you're going to be a dumbass. And I'm like, does it say that on the menu? Does it say that we have this on the menu? Did you read the menu? You know what? I'm going to give you five more minutes, read the menu, and then I'm going to come back. Sean, Sean, he's blind. Oh, well, I'll read the menu for you then, motherfucker. Like, shit. You want me to explain it to you then? Cool. Then if you're blind, perfect. Let me read this shit to you. This is what we have. These are your options tonight. This guy coming here with a cane, this just tapping it around. Right, wearing sunglasses indoor. Who the fuck? Does he have a dog, what too? What a douchebag. Who left the dog inside? <laughs> if you don't know, we're referencing the restaurant on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, it, it, I, I love the fact that we did this today because, like, I, I feel like this is a nice time to just, like, give everybody a chance to mend those wounds and hopefully give everybody a little bit of perspective coming into, like, work, like, you know, tomorrow. Yeah. Definitely. Or if into the shift that you're going into now. Yeah, build those relationships with front of the house and back Absolutely. of the house. I think we both have yeah. to. And again, have respect. Like I said, I have mad respect for front of the house. I know they do something that I'm not able to do. I'm not. I don't have, I don't possess those skills that Curtis has. I just don't. I'm sure I can make a drink and do bartending skills, yes, but you have the ability to do personality on top of that. And that came with time for me. It came it with time. Something as, I as same as chef, yeah. same as chef. I didn't become the chef that I am today when I was 16 years old, 14 years old doing this. You know, it came with a lot of practice and getting yelled at a lot. I remember being yep. nervous walking up to, to tables as a server. Yeah. Like, I, I got to walk up to him. I got to 
I got to start. Uh-huh. I got to, even though I have the power because I'm, you know, the dominant one in this, in <laughs> yeah, this position. Right. I'm, I'm like how you put that. I'm the dominant one in this situation. <laughs> you know that now, but when you were 16, 17 years old, you didn't realize that. No. It, yeah. Well, it, I think that this is also brings up another uh, point of just like the differences between the two is like, I don't, I, I don't really know how front of house is operated all the, t- all the time, but I can definitely tell you kitchens are very aggressive. Like coming up and as you're learning, like you were talking about, we didn't just get like a soft hand. It, you got yelled at. I've had yeah. plates thrown at me. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've cried. Yeah. Like you're, you, you feel so much pressure that you're like, you're not crying because a customer yeah. like, you know, made you feel like you were stupid or yelled at you or did things like that. You're mm-hmm. crying because the fact is it's like, you're, you feel like you failed yes. every day. You don't day. feel like you're good enough for this career. You're like, I've put everything that I, I love into this career. And now I have this other person telling me that I'm not, I'm, I'm more, I'm worthless piece of shit. Yeah, and then that gets in your head, and you're like, "Well, maybe I am. Did I choose to? Am I not doing a good job?" But no, you show up the next day, you keep learning, you keep learning, you keep learning mm. every single fucking day. Yeah. Doesn't matter how long you do it and how much experience you have, you keep, you, you just keep fucking showing up. That's got to think. That's kind of how life is. You keep waking up and you learn something new every day. Learn. Yeah. Who cares what it is? So like I, I that's what I'm saying I don't know if that like if it's similar in any fashion to like how the front of house does but like that's what like we go through boot camp like tr- the trenches of fucking like our, we have our souls dragged through dirt it feels like sometimes in order to yes. get to where we are so I will say where where you and me work now mm-hmm. the front of house has no servers there's bartenders and we take care of the entire bar restaurant everyone yeah. is under you know one roof but. And a lot of places, you know, servers make money from their tables. So I've worked in those environments where people are cutthroat, where it's I'm going to turn over my table, and if you can't take a table yet, I will take yours. I will do everything in my power to take every table possible. I've worked with people uh, in in the entertainment industry where um, they would have, you might be a server working tables, and then you'd also have these party rooms and have people working tables and then they get in good with management and they, and they get this kind of thing worked out where they'll go work parties and work tables. So now they're making money off these parties where they're guaranteed a certain amount and they can get tipped and they come back and they're, and they're like, they're running across the building Mm -hmm. doing both of these things, you know? And it's like, I don't care if your food doesn't come out, if your table doesn't turn over fast enough and you only get four (laughs) tables, that's not a problem with, for me, that's your problem. So when a new table comes up, if I can take it, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take every table I can. Oh, you need to go to the bathroom? Someone comes in. It's a party of eight. My guarantee gratuity. Was that supposed to be your table? Well, I'm already here, so let, I'm going to take them. It's And some people have that mindset where it is sink or swim. You know, like where we work now, it is it is so much more relaxed. But I've, you know, being in the situations, those people are just hostile. And they don't care if the other person, like other tables' foods come out. They don't care if other guests have a bad time. It doesn't matter. Mm. That's not their problem. You know, and something like... Yeah, Plenty of people will still run food, like they'll be a team player, but not everyone is there for that. They're there to make their money. Yeah. And if they can take your tables, if they can get tables flipped over, if they can also work part of the bar and like help the bartenders out and work something out with them, they'll do whatever they have to. They'll, you know, probably make a good relationship with the kitchen, but there's going to be that friction there too because they're not running food. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll grab the bar back. I think, <clears throat> hey, run run this food. What about no no no, run this food. This is my food. Run this. 
I'll take care of you. I'll make sure you're taken care of. Oh, yeah. I've seen that before. I've seen that before. I've seen that. Bribing essays, bribing barbacks, building those I hear about it from the other servers. We're like, fuck, so it's so. He just tips the fucking busters and the runners all that. He tips them them extra, so they only run his food, and they make his food priority. And I was like, Mm -hmm. so take a page out of his notebook then, bro. If he can do it, so can you. Yeah, but management has to come in and stop that, because that's the same server. Of course they have to. But if he can get away with it, then fuck you. I'm taking it. If you can do it, I can do it. Until somebody tells us both we can't do it. My whole thing is like, that that buster or that freaking essay is literally making bank off of everybody. And he's just like, I'm just going to keep doing my regular job at that point. Because if everybody's tipped me to run their food, I can just run their food. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If everyone's doing it. Then it's just like, I'm just running the, I'm just doing my normal job. (laughs) And I'm making all this money, extra money. Awesome. Like a lot of these problems, I think, also come from the amount of turnover we do have in the industry. Yeah. So you might go to a restaurant where you've got one, two, maybe three veteran servers. They know what they're doing. They've been doing this for a long time. They know the tricks of the trade. And there's new people coming in, and there's new people get taken advantage of. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We had a server not too long ago doing that to another new server, telling the server, like, oh, you have to do this and this and this. And then about a couple weeks later, they were doing it just out of natural habit, and they're like, why are you doing that? Oh, because so-and-so said I had to do it. (laughs) That's a closer's job. That's not your job. And they're like, no fucking way. Like, yeah, they they got your ass. They tricked you into doing side work. They they agreed to do this. I'm out. Or the buster said he's going to take care of my side work tonight. I'm going to leave 30 minutes early. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And all of a sudden, it's like the buster's supposed to be doing something else. So now the other servers are having to help them close because they want to go home. Yeah. But they have to get their side work done. Uh And it's, you know, some people just, they act that way. So That's where I agree, man. You're saying like the difference is, is in is like whereas like we basically get beat and we have our shit beat out of us in order to, you know, learn, progress, or do these things. You guys are basically like it's putting a bunch of beta fish in the same bowl and everybody's trying to like you know, fight each other for the it's same competition. Same money. When you work off tips, yeah. one server can make fifty dollars a night, the other one can make four hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Ha- I've seen that happen too. Do you think that's why there's so much butting of heads then between the two of us? Because it's like we're sitting yeah. here, like we like we're we're almost like resentful because of the fact is of like we went through hell in order to get here. You guys are basically, and then you guys are coming to us, and we don't see the infighting. Now you can't you can't see it on the floor. No, and you can't you can't have an outburst. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't work. Now you can have your your feuds later on. Although I've seen outbursts, I've seen that and they are too. fucking hilarious. Yes, yeah. They are. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, like, so when you guys come to us, all of a sudden, like, all we see is the fact is it's like, oh, great, this pampered baby is coming up to us and all this kind of stuff. And they're asking me yeah. for another favor. But you guys are trying to compete with each other. And so that favor means a lot to you guys. And all of a sudden, it's like there's more pressure to put on us. And then it's, it just uh-huh. builds until it's like now we're just butting heads. See, a smart yeah. server that was playing oh, that game, point. they would take care of the cooks. Yeah. They want something done. It's like, hey, yeah. don't worry. You get off work, you're going to have yeah. a shot in a beer ready for you. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. Or, what yeah, we go out, or I'm going to slip you 50 bucks because you helped me yeah. make the yeah. extra 100 Shit. so I'm going to throw you part of that. If I ever had a server do that, I'd be like, I'd make sure, yeah, I would. I would make sure that that server had everything that they ever wanted. If that server came back there and did that for me, then hell yeah. But if you they're know? huge dicks and yeah. all they, you know. Yeah. If they're huge dicks or just dumbasses or just incompetent or whatever word you want to use in order to say that... They provide no, no, they don't, it's no quid pro quo. It's no this for that. And I think that's what we kind of need to. They, front of the house just expects you to feed them and feed the guest and do this and do that. But there's no, no kickback on our side. 
I think if the front of the house would just every now and then be like, man, this cook always takes care of me, always cooks me food, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I haven't paid for food or snacks. They're always giving me French fries. I'm going to throw that chef a $20 bill. I had a good night tonight. Or, again, I'm going to buy that chef a, a shot and a beer, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that would fucking go to the moon with chefs. That would go beyond the limit if front of the house would do that to us. But they don't. They just see us as the grunts in the back or just the, oh, we're just, we're, that's our job. We're supposed to do that. We're, we're supposed to cook the food. Yeah. Yes. So front of house, if you don't do your job, I can step in and do it for you. Back of house, if they don't do your job, they don't do their job, there's going to be a manager somewhere that's going to come yell at them. So it's going to get done regardless. And, you you know, it's it's kind of how that works. But if servers in front of house made it a point to build those relationships and keep everything flowing smoothly, they would find that every, every you know. Everything gets more we, efficient. We, we trust smooth. that the, the kitchen is going to get everything done right. You're making the food we're serving, and we are judged based on the presentation and the quality of the food. Now, the cooks can be judged, but generally mm-hmm. it's the person that's in front of you is front of mind, and mm-hmm. that's going to be like, well, obviously, as a server, if it came out wrong, I did something wrong. I know. That's the craziest part. Yeah. And so I don't understand that either. You know, but it, guests do look at it that way. Yeah. It's like they know the cooks are making it, uh-huh. but we're the face. Yeah. So yeah. they they, th- they see yeah. the food, they think of this. They think that you took their order, went in the back, cooked it, and came back out here and delivered it to them also. Like, ah, it's not the way that works, but, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. It's not. Yeah. Or if, like, the cook mess up, you know what I'm saying? The, or the guest told you, hey, I want a cheeseburger. No lettuce, no tomato on there. Mm-hmm. And then that cook posts it on there, and the food runner runs it out, you know what I'm saying? Because no one caught it in time. Expo didn't catch it. Right. Food yeah. runner didn't check the ticket. Cook didn't check it, which it happens. And then it sits down, and then you walk up, hey, how was your meal? Didn't I tell you that I didn't want no lettuce and tomato on it? Oh, shit. Yeah, and I, I can't blame <laughs> anyone else. No. Nah. Can't now, let me get that. There's fixed people that for do you. like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, kitchens back in the night. It's like that doesn't help you. No, own it does them, not. Own it and be like, yeah. I'm so sorry. Let me get that fixed. Let me take, yeah, let me take care of this for you. So yeah, yeah mistakes happens. We yeah. we eat the mistakes as well. Yeah, it just it is what it is. Or a manager's gonna come up and handle the mistake, but you don't want the manager to come up for a bad situation if you don't have to. <laughs> really? So that really is. I was just gonna say because we were at a restaurant uh, with <laughs> my family and whatnot, and. My brother ordered a chicken burrito, but it came out a chicken fajita burrito. Now, granted, it's not that much difference, you know what I'm saying, but it's just not what he wanted. What did he do? He still ate it. He just picked out the fajita mix and the onions and the peppers and put it to the side and whatnot. But then when he brought it to the server's attention, she was like, no, that's what you ordered. Oh, what? Yeah. I didn't hear none of this until it was afterwards. We went for ice cream afterwards, and that mm-hmm. was a little different situation, you know what I'm saying, because there was about 20 of us. It was a pretty big you know what I'm saying, family event after a certain event. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he's down there eating his food and whatnot. I remember at one point in time he asked me, he was like, hey, did you order the chicken fajita burrito? I was like, no, I got, I ordered this one right here. I ordered the barbacoa burrito. And he was like, huh, all right, cool. And he just kept eating it, you know what I'm saying, because he's been in the industry, he was, you know what I'm saying, he's no longer in the industry now, but he knows there's no reason to raise hell, which I think he should have. I think he should have before he ate it. I think he should have sent it back. But at that point in time, you're hungry. You just want to eat. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot easier just to pick out a few peppers and onions and then eat it, you know. But I think there was a price difference. I think that's what he was really bringing it to the, the, the server's attention about it was, hey, you charged me for a chicken fajita burrito. I didn't want that. You can see the peppers and onions are right here. And you like, can you compensate me one day? And she was like, no, you ordered that. 
And he's way nicer than I am. I couldn't Because I would have lost my fucking mind. Me, I'll be like, <laughs> I would've, excuse me? I'd be like, manager now. now Get that's, your ass the fuck out of here. That that's, is one of those things. Like, you ever thought something and then something different comes out of your mouth? Yes, all the time. So someone orders something. Yeah. Here's what I hear. And that's uh-huh. why we repeat things back. Yeah. And sometimes, even if you repeat it back, they'll be like, yeah, okay. Get the food made, bring it out. Oh, that's not what I ordered. You go. Now you can either fight, yeah, and that's gonna see you. You know how well that works out typically. Or you can be like, "I'm so sorry. Let me double like. So this is what you like. You wanted this, okay? I'm so sorry. I'm gonna go back to the kitchen. I'm gonna try and get it expedited. I'm gonna get it out to you as soon as possible. Uh, And then if my manager needs to come up, we'll make that happen. But you can't. Even if you know you're right, fighting about it doesn't solve anything it eats up more of your time than it's worth and typically the other person is going to stand their ground yeah, so yeah. you just have to take the l yeah and be like sure i'm so sorry let me grab my manager let's get this changed and just tell the manager hey i i fucked up can we get this changed you know they're still going to be paying for a meal it was just yeah. slightly slightly cheaper and if anything the guest is going to appreciate that because Absolutely. you owned it yeah and if anything as a server i'd be like you still ate it like yeah. I'm so sorry. I know you were hungry. Yeah. Let me get that done for you. Because instead of having to remake something else and waste the food, he ate it anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'd be like, you know what? Respect to you, sir. Yeah. You were hungry. You didn't raise hell. I'm going to make sure. I'm going to take care of you however I can. You wasted as little time as possible. I appreciate the hell out of that. Now all I have to do is like void one thing and add another one to your your tab. There you go. Yeah. Problem solved. Problem solved. Yeah. That's how that situation should have went. But yeah, I couldn't imagine if they just like looked at me and said, no, that's what you ordered. I'd be like. Um, okay. I did have that happen to what? me one time <laughs> at a sandwich sub shop. Pretty famous one. Not going to mention the name, but it did happen there. Uh, I ordered a certain sandwich. And then when they called my name, I went up there and got my sandwich. And they're like, okay, here's your sandwich. And they said something. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. And that's not what I ordered. And they're like, that is too what you ordered. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. So how the fuck did I order something? I don't even know what it is. You just told me a sandwich that I'm sure it's on your menu. I didn't look that far. I saw the steakhouse Philly cheesesteak and I was like, that's what I want. This, I can't say the name of the stupid sandwich because it'll name the place (laughs) was like their signature sandwich. But I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. And I was like, oh, there it is. I was like, I like none of that. Remake this shit. (laughs) Like, no. But the fact that she was like, this is what you order. And I was like, I don't even know what this is. So first off, can't order. I had another instance not too long ago to where I ordered a pitcher of margaritas. I know I can talk fast or I have a little bit of an accent down here in the South, but I don't think a pitcher of margaritas says that I want a peach margarita. I can, uh, I can, I, see, I can yeah. see it. I can see it. Yeah. But again, that's why okay. you confirmed. So a pitcher with, of margaritas? <laughs> yeah. You got that. Do you want salt in the room for those glasses? Yeah, sorry, okay, I'm I can ask some extra questions yeah. about Without should being have, like, should have. Pitcher of Did margaritas? It. I said I want a pitcher of margaritas. The pitcher of peach margaritas shows up, and I'm like, that's not what I ordered. That's not margaritas. Maybe that's for somebody else. And the server again said, I thought you said, thought you said peach margarita. I said I didn't. And again, we're out with family. It was after my wife's graduation from college. So it was her day. I wasn't trying to raise that. I was like, fuck it. I'll drink the peach margaritas. It's not what I ordered. But we're going to go ahead and just we'll share that because everybody else was like, ah, we'll try it. Let's see how this. Yes, they were pretty good. Now, again, that server should have been like, he wanted a pitcher of margaritas. They still charged me for the fucking peach margarita, which was like $5 more. 
I know. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh. it made me a little mad to where I didn't tip that server a little more. If that server would have just, hey, you wanted a pitcher of margaritas. That was my fault. Bonus. You got lucky. Here you go. Here's a pitcher of peach margarita. Obviously, I would have drank it. Now, that $5 more that I had to spend on that, I would have doubled that and gave that to you for your tip. So I would have gave yeah. you another $10 tip. If you would have took $5 off, I would have gave you 10 But yeah. See, that one, that one I, I, I don't... I, at the beginning, I was like, I could see it, but now I don't because she still brought a pitcher. Yeah. So she knew she heard pitcher. Yeah. Right. I get like it's just a little mistake. She could have hit the wrong button, and it's just trying to like roll with it. Yeah. Um. You know, but correct place, your mistakes. Getting it fixed typically requires a manager has to come in, hear the situation. They have yeah. to make the judgment call. Do I take this off? Do I go? Uh. Hey, we made the peach. It's five dollars more. That's cost. I don't know what to tell you. I need you to salvage the situation as best yeah. you can, or just you're going to make less tip, and that sucks. And, yeah. we, and I'm not going to lie, kitchens and bartenders, I guess, sometimes we don't make it easy because we are yeah. in the thick of it. And so it's like if an accident like that does happen, then all of a sudden we start judging the servers. Yeah. We start, you know, we kind of get a couple because now it's our time, feel, we feel like it's getting wasted. Mm-hmm. And now, again... Why can't we be friends? Yeah. <laughs> like, we, if we could have just understood the fact, it's like, okay, look, an accident was made. Uh, <laughs> have you ever done that, though? Have you ever uh, came in, you cooked it, you sent it out, and the server comes back, and they're like, hey, this is wrong. It's supposed to be no cheese on this cheeseburger. Well, the fucking ticket didn't say, say that, that shit. Oh, fuck. Fuck, it did yeah, say no cheese. All right, I'll fix it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I do that, and I'm like, Fuck! <laughs> they were right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So sorry. So sorry. I've done that shit by accident. Just running around, someone ordered like a certain, uh, like a certain whiskey drink, and I poured like a sixteen dollar shot whiskey instead of the twelve dollar or whatever it was. Uh huh. And I had to like come in. And, hey, look, I just gave away some really good product. That they didn't pay full price for. That is my fault. So if you just want to add on $4, I can pay for that if need be. I get it. I mean, they didn't make me, but I've made those mistakes before. Or, like, you make a drink for, like, a full table, uh-huh. and, you know, you're you're filling the shaker, you're doing something, you add in just a little bit of the wrong mixer, and all of a sudden it looks the wrong color. Uh-huh. It might not taste different, but it looks wrong. So you roll the dice, like, can I'll I... Send it can it I out co- anyways. Can I color correct? Or <laughs> if I can't, do I just send it out and... Either hope or go to the table and then explain the situation. Be like, hey, look, there's a little bit of cranberry in here. It's not supposed to look this way. It's the same drink. It tastes the same. I promise. I just made a small mistake. Go ahead and give it a, give it a try. Did you like that? No, I got to take my time to go do that, but I'm trying to salvage that situation. Yeah. Yeah, they might be like, oh, this is fine. I'm perfectly fine with this. Or scotch drinkers, if they're very particular uh-huh. and they get expensive scotch and they say, specifically, I want three cubes of ice. I want a yes. splash of water, two splashes yes. of water. That's how I enjoy Whoa, my ice scotch. And water? I mean, some people really? they're they very particular with how There's they want to scotch. Usually, one way or the other. If you either do the American way, which we do ice because we're privileged and we have ice mm-hmm. and we're not poor like other countries. I do splash water. Oh uh, yeah, I do a splash of water too. I do like a splash of water because I mean it is the traditional way that is supposed to be done. So, but I would never get ice and water though. That is odd to me. Somebody to get a scotch. Ice. I mean, three cubes. I mean, that's that's a fairly good amount, you know. So that's what I would order right there. Three cubes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, it's a it's a really peaty scotch, and yeah. you enjoy it. But because I believe the the standard is, uh, it's like one fourth or one third water 
to yes, bourbon like or that. scotch, yes, and that gives you the ideal. Mm-hmm. That's how it's supposed to ideal. be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's one of those things where if the, if the person's really picky, yeah, you got to remake that. Yeah. Have to justify pouring yeah. that twenty plus dollar <laughs> shot. Damn. And make another one. So now you got to justify it by drinking the bitch. Like, fuck you. You don't want that bitch? That scotch is mine now. I'll pay for this bitch because I, I mean, it's, it's still scotch at the end of the day, you son of a bitch. I'll yeah. remake yours, but that's it. I'm definitely drinking that. Again, probably a reason I want to be a bartender. <laughs> I wouldn't be oh very gosh. good at that one. It's too much temptation for me. All right, how you feeling, Where boys? You? Uh, it, I feel really good. That was a really great song. I'm really damn good. We killed an hour really fast. No way, that was an it hour. F- yeah, it felt damn. like that was something that was like on our all of us, all of our chest <laughs> that we need to know. I still about. got more. I, feel good. I can good. keep going you know, with this conversation. Like finally, boys. being able to be honest about yeah. like everything that goes on between the two places and the two stations, and that is just. I feel really good about that. I really hope everybody listening to this feels better about their yeah. stuff, too. Hope you learned something. Ho- hope hopefully you, you guys in. go into your, your shifts feeling more enlightened and a lot more patient. Yeah. 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 I know I am this tomorrow. I know great. when I go to work tomorrow, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to actually maybe even ask a server how their day was or how was your day off? Or I'm going to even, I'm going to try it. I don't know. I feel like I want to go like, make a friend. I, I, I want to go, make, go a make a friend. I want to go get a, a, a front of the house pin pal now, or like a front of the house like uh, You're adopt a pet. Notes on the I'm gonna go get fucking a front of the house adopt a pet. Can I adopt you for? I'm sorry. Do you guys want that? I want that. Cooks, do you want to do you want a front of the house pen yes. pal? Yes. Bartenders um, and service, yes. do you want a back of the house pen pal? Do you want to do you want right. to share this? We're more than we're gonna start the big brother program for a fucking restaurant. There you go. Your big bar brother. <laughs> oh, oh man, God. it would be it would be like if you get a front of the house uh, a friend, it would be like the the yacht club friend, the more proper friend. And if you get to make a friend with somebody in the bag, I'd be like right into a, somebody in prison. <laughs> We've hired two people out of prison recently, bro. I don't know what it is, but I guess early release kitchen. programs are going on right now. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I mean, come on. Recently, they both got released from prison. I don't know if there's like an early release program going on in Georgia right cellmates? now. Uh, no, they weren't cellmates. They were in two different prisons. One was in Florida. One was in Georgia. Work release is a thing. Is yeah. Restaurants are oh, one yeah. of the only places you can go. Yeah, you can. Or if you don't oh, want to do I've construction worked with plenty of those whatever. guys. I've worked with so side by side with people with ankle bracelets on. Like they're they're yeah, some of the best it. people yeah. I've ever worked with. Oh man, with you. Oh, yeah. they have to be. That's why. If not, I'm they're a partner to your PL. I know, right? They're still on that prison mentality. Yes, sir. No, sir. And they don't yes, get boss, to drink no after work. I know they, they don't. don't get to smoke. After, they don't get to do no. any of that. But all right, no. guys. I think the shift's up. I think it's ready to clock out. All right, I'm clocking out. I'm yeah. done. All right, y'all. Clocking out, boys. Well, everybody, enjoy your days. Thank you, everything for everybody. Um, again, if you uh, got any stories you guys want to tell us, if you guys, you know, if you appreciated this, if you learned something from it, please email us. Uh, our email is herdchef, that's H-E-A-R-D, chef, at eatingwhillstanding.com. Thanks, everybody. Not what about the Facebook? Give a shout out to Facebook, oh, yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Hit us up on our oh, Facebook. That. We, we got Instagram our social media yet? pages up. I got people asking me about Instagram. Do uh, we do not have Instagram right now. We have Facebook it? and we have Twitter. Okay, Facebook yeah. and Twitter. And um, so you in. can find us. Uh, you know, just look up Eating While Standing on Facebook. We're, we're easily available. We do post that each week. I try to keep up with you guys um, pretty much daily if I can. But I kind of I usually take about two or three days off on that stuff sometimes. Uh, but in Twitter. Right there, we are at uh, EWS Podcast. 
EWS podcast. There we go. And so hit us up, follow us, like us, send us stuff, DM us, share, let us know what share. you guys want to hear. Give us some Put advice. Your friends and family here. If you guys are in the industry, you know, saying, and maybe you're, you got a mom and dad that just doesn't understand what you do every day, have them yeah. listen to our podcast. Maybe we are the little insight, the little voice that will help you guys help mom and dad understand or uncles or yeah. grandmas like hey this is what i go through every day these guys are talking about how my life is how Instead it can of having be. your your family and your uncles and moms and dads all tell you get a real job you can actually <laughs> maybe tell you show them it's like you are working a real job yeah. this is a career all folks right. this is a career i'm clocking it i'm clocking right, well, good out. night everybody <laughs> good night